Welcome to Hack Your Human Design. I'm Melanie Hill, your host, and I'm here to help you hack your human design so you can stop wasting all your energy hustling and start aligning with who you really are so you can become a magnet to your people and the income you really want. I want you to help more people with more love and more self-trust. If you want to build or scale your business with ease, listen on. All right, welcome to the podcast, everyone. I am super excited today. I have the amazing Mish with me here. I'm like raising my hands in the air. You can't tell. But she is the most amazing copyright coach. She is a projector as well. And I couldn't be more excited to have you on today. Can you tell everybody a little bit more about you? I did a really shit job here, but now the people let me see. I'm a projector, three six projector. I'm a copywriting coach for life coaches. And yeah, I got into that by starting off as a copywriter and writing for a lot a lot of life coaches while also studying life coaching myself and and now I get to blend the best of both worlds so yeah, yeah. and it's been super helpful for me right. like super Terrible. super helpful yeah. especially in the past like three months especially helping me get better at my emails so thank you for that yay yeah and I have had the pleasure of giving you a reading recently which was super fun yes yeah that was the best how was that for oh you gosh. I'm so glad we get to talk about it because I, I was talking about you to to a friend the other day and and I was telling her how like I had familiarity with human design before I came across you before our world our paths crossed and so I already knew parts of my chart and things like that but th- there's certainly a whole new level of magic when you can talk about an area of your chart that you might already be familiar with. And it just lands in a totally different way or you see it, you know, with whole new meaning and whole new eyes. And that was 100% my experience of my reading. And the amount of notes, I mean, the amount of notes I took while also trying to just be present in the call and I think have the recording, thank God, but the, the like the clarity I walked away with was, yeah, just it just felt like that tra- big trajectory shift. Like you hear people talk about, oh, it was a trajectory shifting moment, but I'm like, Okay, this conversation. Yeah, it's amazing. So yeah, well, that was my experience. Can you tell us a little bit more, like what what shifted for you as a projector? Do you think mm-hmm. what was one of those really cool moments? Yeah, I think one of my biggest struggles in my business has been, especially as a copywriting coach, has been figuring out like how do I support my clients with this skill without doing it for them. Like, I know I don't want to fish for them. And I've done that in the past. That's how I started my business. And that's how I built my skill and understanding of a lot of the quote unquote technical sides of copy and all those things, which I'm grateful for that experience. And now that I want to help people like fish for themselves and to create the copy that only they could create, because like, I do truly believe that the best copy you'll ever write will come from your own brain. And so making that shift from like doing things for my clients, even on like our coaching calls, I would spend more time. Maybe I'd ask them questions, but then I would be typing live while they're, or while, while you're responding to those questions, I would be turning that into copy. And now I finally feel like I'm able to make a shift. And since then I've shifted to helping my really actually holding that space and being there with my client, but not touching the keyboard, not touching, not just being there in the Google Docs and asking them those questions and still guiding them and supporting them and coaching them without doing the doing for them. Mm-hmm. And it's been just 
that shift has been everything in, in this world where I've always thought I just needed to show up as that generator, as that actually be the one doing as, as the person doing the doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's been transformational for me and so transformational for my clients. And I think that's like, that's where the big power is, it is hitting me. Like, oh, it's not just like, oh, this is easier for me. I'm like, oh, I've been hold. I've been like, yeah, I've been keeping this from my clients to this extent this whole time. Yeah. It's been wild. Yeah, it is wild, isn't it? It's yeah. so wild when you're yeah. finally like, oh, this is actually in the best interest of literally everyone. Not everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100%. I think that's, yeah, that's why I do get so excited about this work and why I, it's more than, it's shifted from more than just dabbling in it. And, and I can see how, no, this is how I want to do business. This is how I want to do life. Yeah. Powerful. Very powerful. So, yeah. So thank you for that. Thank you. And like, I know we're just getting started because I am in your membership. So I just keep, get diving, get to keep diving deeper and deeper. So. Totally. I love having you there. Yeah. Just, I love that you brought that up to like the part about seeing the transformation for your client, because I think that's probably the hardest part for any projector to actually believe before they see it mm. with their own eyes. It's like so hard yes. to believe in this world full of generators that like, how on earth can that serve people? Right? Like it breaks their brains. Like clients right now, I'm thinking about literally in my head and it's like, yes, it's just, it's yeah. so hard to believe that. And so, yeah, I love yeah. that you have really seen that happen. What do you think it does for yeah. your clients to be able to maybe have more of the doing on them? How do you think I that think, them? yeah, it's easier for them to not just intellectually have a sense that they can write copy for their business, but to viscerally like know and experience that the best copy they'll ever create will come from their own brain like that. That knowing is so much easier for them to access, and that just unlocks a whole new level. Like it's so fun and getting like a was my experience in this last round with you uh, of email brilliance. That is brilliant, by the way. <laughs> One, <laughs> you were sitting there with me, literally having me write my own copy, and it was just so. Oh my gosh, yes, that that actual like. Oh my god, I'm doing it. Like I, yeah, it was, it was so so good for me. And that it's like the learning of actually getting to experience it yourself is so valuable. Because one thing you've shared since then, which I'm thrilled to hear, is the kind of the fun and ease mm. that you were able to access. And as somewhat like, because that's so integral to like everything you teach and bring throughout your business. When I hear that you're able to then bring that into your copywriting too. Which is exactly what I want. Yeah. Inexplicable. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I and getting to support you to access that because it's one thing to know the technical copywriting stuff. And like I, I share that and I teach that in email brilliance, but without the ability to go through that process with a sense of lightness or, f mm -hmm. or fun or moving away from like rigidity and how it quote unquote has to look or sound, I think that's it's so valuable in my. Yeah, when my clients, when that clicks and as a projector, the more I move away from the doing, the easier it is for my clients to access that. So oh, I love hearing that so much. Yeah, yeah. So, it's so good. Thank it's you. so good. And yeah. I also want to talk about like the way that you teach copy to people and your belief system around it, because I think that's what drew me to you so much is the 
the way that you approach it is like you know your client best and you you actually know how to write your own best copy it's just very sovereign it's very like you are your own authority which is so much of what i do in the world yeah is how to trust yourself and yeah like how did you come about knowing that's the way you wanted to go about teaching copy because i haven't met many people that Mm. be your sales marketing stuff that aren't very like no this is the way you do it and these are the steps and you know what i mean yeah yeah i think it's because like when i like i knew i love studying and learning things and getting good at my craft and all of that and so i've studied plenty of copywriting courses and learned from plenty of different mentors and teachers and all of that and the the experience of learning something and then yeah that experience of being told of like oh it should look like this or it needs to look like this or this is yeah this is the only way it can be effective the I've already I'm lucky that I've had the ability to sense my somatic response to that yeah which isn't nice right like it feels crap it feels really it feels like that dead weight on your solar plexus it feels really hard to take action from that and it feels so incongruent with the rest of your business most of the time because if your coaching feels like light and full of connection and and sovereign base then you don't want your copy to feel at odds to that at all and when I realized that oh actually like there are valuable skills you can learn in terms of copywriting techniques and understanding the reason why you might want to use this pattern or or implement this technique or structure your sales page or your email sequence whatever in this particular way you can have that knowledge and when you pair that with with then tapping back into that trust of what you do know about your best fit clients, what you do know about your co- coaching offer, even what you know about your own self and your own superpowers. Yeah, the, what I experienced firsthand when I gave myself that permission and, and how much easier and more joyful and more fun and how much more I enjoyed being in my business because of that. Uh, yeah, I just, I want that for all my clients. I want that for all the life coaches. I want that. For anyone writing their copy, like it doesn't have to feel, it doesn't have to feel constricting. It doesn't have to feel at odds to your values or the rest of your business at all. Yeah. Like no wonder I connect so deep. (laughs) That's so good. Yeah. And I, one of the things that I was so fun for me working with you this last time was you got my emails that I was sending. Yeah. And you were like, oh, I love this email. I love this email. And it was just like having my own personal cheerleader, which I love so much. But I had a question for you and you were like, ask me on the podcast. And I was like, okay, like, what's it like for you to love the emails that you help somebody like really unlock for themselves? Like getting to be, I don't know if many people get to experience that in quite that, you know what I mean? Like, like other coaches with their clients and client work and stuff. Yeah, it is. It is such a thrill. It's like the, I notice, what do I notice? When I'm reading it, I forget, a lot of the times I'll forget that like we've even worked together, right? Like I'm not like, oh yeah, I taught that skill or technique. Like there's none of that. It's just like, oh, this sounds like Melanie. And this is exactly what her clients need to hear in this way. And this feels so light and easy or not every email needs to feel light and easy. This isn't about just like, oh, show up with joy. And but like, that's not it. But I can like the joy I feel when I can read something and tell that you didn't have to sacrifice your left kidney to to get that out of you. That that just lights me up. I'm like, yeah, that's and then I get to the end. I'm like, oh, how cool that I got to work with Melody. Maybe I played a tiny role in that like that. 
that feels really satisfying and fulfilling for my work. So okay. yeah, when I'm reading it, I'm just in the in full like joy and receivership. So oh, that's what yeah, that's good. That's good. You could do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I'm curious actually. What's it like for you? Like when I do send on those occasions, because like to be clear for everyone, not every email that Melanie sends do I respond to. No, like no, I no, would no. not get much work done. <laughs> If that was the case, I'm always replying to my clients' emails. But but what's that like for you when I hit reply? Oh my gosh, just so my thing. Like it, like I said, it was like having my own personal cheerleader, kind of along the way, in a way. Yeah, because I mean, you didn't like sit there and help me write every single email, right? There was like a couple times where we were one on one a little bit, right? Like in the group where you brought me on and we were talking and stuff. So it was very like affirming and like, I don't know, it was great. I'm like, everybody needs that when they're in launch. <laughs> yeah, everybody needs that person that's reading their emails. Like instead of them would be like, oh my God, this is so amazing. I'm just like so excited. Yeah. Because it like, it keeps your yeah. up. It keeps you going because like we were talking about before, right? Launching is hard. Oh my gosh. The emotional yeah. roller coaster. And it's, it takes a lot of energy to do it. And so, yeah, it was amazing. It was really great. I tell everybody I'm, I'm like, heart projector and I think you get like really fed that button. <laughs> really deeply wants to be seen and affirmed Great. and like recognized and yeah yeah it was really fun actually yeah I'm like oh my and God, actually as we coach lost my email <laughs> yeah but this because this is the thing like I I probably because I teach this stuff and coach on this stuff I genuinely enjoy reading people's emails when, when it is when it's selling their coaching and it sounds like them and it's like it's all the all those things, I'm not sitting there thinking like, oh god, let me archive this as, as soon as possible. Like I want to read it. Like that. that's I get my kicks from that. And I love it when like like we were talking about, when I see my clients' emails turn up in my inbox, because I've definitely received that invitation. I know I can hit reply and be like, this is amazing. Like, I feel safe to do that. Whereas like, there are plenty of other emails that I get in my inbox where I might think and feel the same and where I can see like, oh, wow, like your clients are so close to making their decision. Like, keep going. This is it. Like, they're, like the silence isn't the sign to stop kind of thing. And the difference is, yeah, with my clients, I get to, I know I've got that invitation to provide that feedback and support. So yeah, really, yeah, to do that. That's fun. You know how so, so good. yeah, it's so good to talk to you and share some of your genius with my listeners for sure. What else about your human design do you, have you been leaning into lately that has been mm. maybe new or helpful? Yeah, I, so I am an emotional authority and I feel like I've done an okay job at that in the last few years since I've been aware of my human design, but I think in the last few months, I've brought more awareness to it in terms of even when there's things on my to-do list, like if I can see, okay, for the week ahead, I have a lesson I want to record on Thursdays and on Thursday, and maybe I want to create the slides for it ahead of time. Even, even doing some part of that task earlier, like putting some part of that task on the emotional wave earlier, like this might sound strange, rather than beating myself up for being last minute with putting the slides together and then recording it or whatever, by putting putting it on that emotional wave sooner, then I, by the time it's actually at at that point where I sit down and I record or I sit down and I finish the slide, it comes so much easier because I've like ridden the emotional wave of like what I do want to say and what I don't want to say and what is important and what isn't. Whereas in the past, 
I would maybe not allow myself that time or even thinking about it and then just try and do it all at once and then be a bit disappointed that, oh, I talked about this more than that or this more than that. Whereas now I actually have this confidence that, no, this is it because I've put it on my emotional wave sooner. Does that make sense? Yeah, it really does. And I love that you talked about that. Or a projector without the sacral center, without access to that more consistent motor, using your emotional energy because it's an awareness center, but it's also a motor. It's an energy center in human design. And having access to that energy and that emotional wave and learning how to use that energy in a way that's beneficial for you. It's almost like learning the energy cycle of the emotional waves is what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. And that's a beautiful thing. I'm sure that helps with your energy a lot. 100%. Yeah, it's incredible. Seeing the impact on that, but also seeing the impact on the relationship with myself because of that, like because I allow that cycle and that process down for something as specific as like getting tasks done on my business to-do list. Yeah, it, it means that that because when it comes time to doing it, I get it done a lot easier and it means it's done. And then I'm not spending all that time afterwards beating myself up for leaving it to the last minute or for it turning out different to how I want it. Because now I do have that process of like, oh, this is actually like it might be different to how I initially envisioned, but I can trust it because it's been on that emotional wave and like and I've gotten it actually done because... I gave myself that time to think and process about it before the sitting down in front of the computer and doing part. So yeah, that re- relationship with myself, that shift has been one of the coolest part products, I think, of incorporating yeah, all like, of that. Can you expand a little bit about on the, you trust it more because of how mm. you're with the wave? That's interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I have no shortage of ideas, <laughs> which all your listeners can relate to. The... So the actual, and beyond not having a shortage of ideas, I can also see how a lot of my ideas, I can pretty clearly see or quickly see when ideas are useful and when they're not. But one thing I guess I struggle with is, or have struggled with in the past, but not so much anymore, is seeing, oh, this particular idea fits really well here. And even like approaching it from this angle or speaking about it with this story or this angle, like that's the clarity I now have because I allow for that emotional wave. Whereas in the past, I would be like, oh, I have all these ideas. I need to teach them all. Or I can't easily see which ones belong where or which angle is best to approach which one. So, yeah, that's been the big shift. So that, yeah, now when it comes to the doing, I'm like, oh, I trust that this is the, I'm not spending and spiraling in all this uncertainty and back and forth and doubt because I've already ridden that emotional wave ahead of time. Yeah. So wait for the clarity. Yeah, because yeah, I... It's just not, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, rather than expect myself to have all that clarity instantly in like the hour that I have calendared to do the task. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've thought about that for the emotional, how that might be really difficult in that way. Other than projector, of course, the energy might not be there right in the moment. Um, but the emotional wave too, that would make it also less consistent and all the mm. best intentions on your calendar and then you get there and... It maybe isn't quite there or isn't quite clear yet. Write something yeah, for yeah. that. Yeah. It just makes, it makes making those decisions. Because I think before this year, I thought of the emotional wave as like something integral to making decisions about like 
big business decisions or whether to say yes to a friend's request for this or those kind of, yeah, bigger picture macro thing. But applying it more on that micro level has been so interesting and I'd never tried that before. So, yeah, because I mean, it's your deepest wisdom for everything. Yeah, I love that. It is. I mean, it's like even just saying what you want for dinner, just going your body, like, how does, how does that feel? When I think about it. Yeah. It might put a different spin on it. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, just, yeah, even down to what do I want for dinner, Mm -hmm. having that lens. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, and just, I always start people with things that are small anyway, because it's like less pressure Mm -hmm. to get it wrong, quote unquote wrong. Yeah. But yeah, it really, it can be so helpful on all those levels. And I love that you found that. Yeah, it's been magic. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this conversation has just made me yeah so much more, even more excited about diving deeper into all the other aspects of my chart. Because like I said, like it's one, I think it's one thing to be interested in your human design and to go off and study and read parts of it, but yeah, but to be in, in your membership and to have that community and support, to, like I said, when you share those insights, that it just lands with me so differently and things click on this whole other level. Yeah, that's so exciting for me. Like I feel like I'm in such a powerful position for my business and my life right now by having that support. So that's really cool. That's amazing. Yeah. What has that done for you, that shift, you think? Like how is it showing up day to day? I think before I always had this intellectual desire to work more in line with my strategy and design and authority and all that. And now instead of it just being this thing that I tell myself, hey, yeah, later, like soon after this week, oh, once this intense period's gone, then I'll make some time for the rest of my day again. So in, instead of just fooling myself that it's coming, I know it's there, it's coming, I'm going to start working with my design more. Now it's like, oh no, this is important. And I have the support to do it. Like, and I have the support even when my brain is like, maybe just put it off for this week and do some late nights this week or whatever. Like now I I have that support in place to really challenge that default thinking and to finally like make the shifts that I've intellectually known I could make. I think the difference between intellectually knowing something and actually making those changes that difference is everything right yeah everything yeah yeah so that's what it's for me that's awesome I love that because like application Mm -hmm. is always like my jam like like yes like you could yeah all day but then there's like doing it yeah that's right yeah and I think like finding that person that can help you like can like guide you to your own understanding is really important right Mm -hmm. said like there are certain people that say things certain ways or seem to talk to you specifically right and I think finding that person for you can be really helpful and there's some people out there I think can read it on their own all day and maybe get enough out of it but yeah it's like I love to like what happened for you or like what what the catalyst do you think that made you make this important enough to Mm -hmm. like do something about it because it is so easy like you said it's like especially for a projector to maybe like oh later when it's not so busy when it's not so yeah. When there's less to do. Yeah. It's less pressure, all the things. Yeah. When the world finally makes space, my perspective starts to generate a world. Yeah. Honestly, like when, because when I first came across human design, I think back in 2020, maybe the year before, but when I, I guess the first time I committed to 
living more as a projector or working more as a projector than a generator or anything like that. That coincided with a, the shift in my business of instead of I, up until then, I felt really trapped at this of, of 3K, 4K, 5K months. And then, then I made that shift. And that's when like the five figure months, the 10K plus months, the, we, we hear about in, in the business world all the time. That's when that shift happened for me. And I was like, huh, isn't that funny? Like I'm huh. working less than ever. I'm more rested than I've ever been. And this feels like really easy and I feel really successful and I don't feel so bitter all the time. And I was like, isn't that funny? And then I, I fell back into old habits. And so I was still able to like maintain and grow my revenue, but it felt hard and it felt, yeah, I noticed like that bitterness showing up again. And, and so when I heard about your membership, I was like, I mean, I, I can keep making things harder than they need to be, but I know that they can be easier than this. And I know I can feel more successful than this. And I, and intellectually, even though like I've, I might've like for, forgotten that success and ease aren't, they're not, they're not at opposite ends of the scale. Like they do exist together. And that's what yeah. I teach my clients. Right? Yeah. So to embody that and to drop back into that knowing to have the opportunity to be reminded of that and to, yeah, yeah, make that a priority again. That that's what it that's what it meant to be. That's so good. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious too. I love to hear projectors like views on when they first learn their design. What was your relationship with your strategy at first? Like, wait for the invitation. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. Like, where was it? Fun? Um, was it easy? It was actually. I was one of those projectors where I was like, oh, like I felt a lot Thank of God. relief hearing that. I wasn't like, uh -huh. damn it. I was like, oh my God, this is going to save me so much energy. And, and even having the permission to not, because you're doing the masterclass this month or in a couple of days, right? So the, what is it selling? I'm like, What's, what did I even name it? Selling with your unique code, something like that. I'm like, oh my God, what did I, yeah. I'm like, I literally, I like made all the slides today for it. And by the time this podcast is in, you would have taught it. I mean, let's see, have the name. Let's see. Oh my gosh. Your unique code for selling. There you go. I love it. Your unique code for selling. So when I realized I was a projector, I was like, oh, that's great. Like I don't even need to spend time considering like this particular way of selling that calls for more like direct outreach or this mm -hmm. or that or whatever. Like I can really own showing up as me and saying what I want to say and trusting that the people who want to who resonate with me will hear that and people who don't will like self-disqualify themselves out. Mm. And so that was a big release. And I think even more so just in my personal life, it just gave me, it just saved me so much energy in, in my day-to-day -day human interactions where instead of thinking like, oh, but they don't realize they need to know this. I was just like, I know, that's like, you don't need to tell them that though. Like yeah. they're not necessarily going to be better off by you. Just talking at them and telling them the thing that you see really clearly, if they haven't requested that, if they haven't invited you in, if there's not the context for that in the situation. So yeah, I was certainly, I certainly felt like that really. And it's not to say that I've, it's not to say that I've like always waited for the invitation since, but I really do see how it's a protective thing to really protect that like limited or inconsistent energy that we have access to. Yeah. I mean, I love that you brought up too, that like that pressure around being able to see so clearly what people need to like know or hear to make mm. an improvement or get better at the thing or like 
the trajectory of their life would be completely different. Yeah. The depth of your wisdom is amazing as a projector. And I love that you said it. It sounds like to me, maybe it took pressure off of that for you. Of that, like, 100% need to like responsibility, yeah, and like, yeah. like, oh my god, they need yeah. to know, they have to know, like, I need to tell them, and I think that can be a real struggle 100%. for a lot of projectors. And then, yeah. the constant cycle of like, then talking at them and then having it like rejected or shut down, which is so so hard for the projector, it's like, yeah, all the time, and like, just feeling like, oh my god, I have this wisdom, and nobody sees it, Very, like, the bitterness, right? Yeah, the bitterness, 100%. Yeah, I never even thought about it that way, but that's it. It's like up until then, it, that, it was like that burden of responsibility. That's what it felt like. And, and when I realized just because I can see something that might be worth sharing, I'm not responsible for, like I'm responsible for showing up and sharing what I think on like in, in my way and my platforms and all of that, but in, in those kind of conversations or or situations where it's clear there isn't an invitation it's it saves me a lot of that internal conflict of or internal tension and of like oh you need to know this let me tell you what you need to know yeah yeah has it helped you with any relationships in your life yeah I've like the first one that comes to mind my partner he's a manager and and I'm just like it's just brought a sense of a whole new sense of like peace and relaxation in our relationship because if he shares something, I'd make it really easy for me to know whether he wants my insight on it or not or whether he just wants to be like seen and heard. And that just saves us so much <laughs> frustration. And yeah, I, that's been endlessly helpful. And even in, even in friendships, like kind of communicating with friends like hey if you want me to share like my opinions on that I'm happy to but just like make it clear to me and so I've seen it in friendships where a friend will share what's on their mind or what they're struggling with they'll they'll make that like direct ask or direct invite for me and it's it feels so it feels so nice to be invited and then it feels so nice to share what I have to share and for it to be received rather than to sense that kind of wall or, or resistance to what I have to say. So, yeah, magic. Yeah, in that like magic. In you, in you. Like I'm a line five as well in my profile and it's like a very projected, I have a lot of project, what's called projector qualities and design. And yeah, learning that for myself too, integrating the same strategy around those parts has just been so helpful. And like, too, I think sometimes it's like, why can nobody see these things? Like, but me and then yeah it's like been feeling like in relationships or something that it's like I'm too intense or there's always like I'm just always always trying yeah. to fix something or improve something and I, it's like oh I can just relax and be me and just like have fun yeah <laughs> yeah that's yeah. it like I feel much more relaxed around people because I'm like oh no it's not my responsibility like I'm not I don't have to be working right now I can just be chilling <laughs> yeah yeah isn't that I mean like that that the power of not just realizing, oh, all these things make sense now that I realize, like, I'm not designed to have access to consistent energy. And then all these other things are in place to help protect that inconsistent energy in the first place and to enjoy myself more without relying on exerting myself, of spending that energy of doing the doing. So, yeah, I love it. Awesome. What else do you want us to know? What else are you like maybe dying to talk about or 
want to tell people? I, the thing that's coming to mind, when we had our call the other week, you shared about, I'm trying to remember correctly, but something about how, like, so I have a defined voice. Did I say that? Defined throat center. Yeah. Defined throat center. Thank you. And it was so interesting hearing your experience of that in terms of back into copying and, and writing words for your business and all of that. I'd never considered, or I never knew how me having that defined throat could be beneficial or was so beneficial in my business and for my clients. So I guess I'm going to throw the question back to you. What did, what have you found valuable about accessing, accessing your voice with your undefined throat from being around someone like me with? My throat is defined. I do have a defined throat because manifesting is harder. What's interesting is I think you've been so helpful for me because you're a projector with a defined throat. I honestly attract more projectors with a defined throat than not to to my world and I think that's because I talk about the throat a lot and how you can trust what you're here to say and what's interesting about a projector with a defined throat is you have both abilities you have the ability to know what people need to hear and you also have access to what you want to say and right so not that an open throat doesn't have access to that it's just different and the way that they can share their voice and their brilliance is just slightly different and so for you, yeah, being being a copy coach with a defined throat as a projector is just so obvious to me. It's just like, oh yeah, of course, of course you have that because you have yeah. help all the throats, all the voices of the world. Um, because you have that beautiful double angle, right? Like you can totally and your last email I think was about this that I was reading, like your brilliance and like really being able to like put yourself in the seat of the client and helping them see what their client needs to hear as they talk about what they want to say. I mean, it's like such a brilliant way to help the defined throats of the world maybe understand more the client experience of their copy. Right. I think that is it's a hard place for defined throats to to get in the head of their client. It's just not natural for them. It's not really where they're supposed to be. So for you, like trusting your voice and trusting what you want to say and having that ability to know what your clients need to hear, it's just that's a really cool yeah. combination. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I turned that question back to you. Yeah. So, like, I love being reminded of that. That's useful. Exactly, right? Like, of your brilliance, yeah. right? Yeah. It is why you're so good at what you do. And I think having those things affirmed through your design and through maybe someone who can help you understand your design is just so helpful because that's the thing. Like, if you can just, like, you just did a hair flip, right? And nobody saw that, but you're like, yes, yeah. love. I love being reminded of that. <laughs> you're smiling and you flipped your hair. It's like, yes, that. That one little shift, right, in your energy and your confidence and like, like when I say like becoming obsessed with yourself, right, it's like then you just yes. own it and you just get to shine and everything's so much more fun for you and it's also easier and then your people are just like, oh my God, I just love that sparkle. Yeah. It just, it just makes yeah. it so, so much more magical for everyone. Yeah. Involved. Right. Yeah. So I'm glad we talked about that. it too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, so good. Thank you for being here today. Why don't you tell everybody how they can find you and work with you because you're amazing. So you can find me on Instagram at Mishkrixti. So that's M-I-I-S-H-G-R-I-X-T-I. Or my website, which is the same, Mishkrixti.com. And I have a super fun quiz called Oh my God, our quiz uh, is amazing. Your coach writing stuff. Well, good. I'm like, you're taking it. Cool. You're amazing. I mean, you've got an amazing quiz too. Look at us. Quiz, quiz, quiz. <laughs> 
yeah so so take the quiz have fun yeah take the quiz get on her email list oh my gosh her emails are amazing so good like you're yeah. the you're the reason gifs are even in my emails like you were the first of the time email and i'm like oh my god this is really i'm reading this every time because i freaking love it so yeah Thank you for reminding me of that. I'm like, I should, yeah, I'm going to add a lesson to that in the email, brilliant. Oh my gosh, yes. It's so, like, I love the personality it adds, right? It's just so good. So you guys know now why you're getting my emails with Jeff's because they showed me the way. It was so amazing. And it's like that delight you talk about, right? Like, it's so delightful for me to like, to see that little bit of connection happening. So awesome. I will link all that in the show notes. So if anybody missed a spelling, just go click the link follow her, learn from her, all the amazing things. Like she will definitely help you. Like she's fully Melanie stamped of approval. Like will really help you find your voice in the most unique, amazing way. And the way she teaches it is brilliant. And you will just feel more empowered and know your voice even better afterwards. It's amazing. So thank you, Mish, for sharing yourself with us. Thank you. This has been so fun. Thank you, my friend. So if you listen to and love this podcast, you have got to join my new membership it's called Hack Your Human Design. It's where we take all this information from the podcast and all about your human design and really apply it to your life in a community that is safe, fun, effective, healing for your nervous system. We start with five foundational hacks to really help you apply this to your life. There's going to be weekly coaching. So many amazing things are in there already. Get in there now. Go to melaniehillcoaching.com slash membership or click the link in my bio and I cannot wait to see you in there.